0: This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at Endscreen Media. And today is January 20th, 2022. When we think about where people go to watch TV, we tend to think of that in terms of a single default place. Uh, for example, Hub Entertainment Research says that one in five people say that Netflix is their default. TV source and 29% say that they go to uh, live TV from their MVPD, and by the way, that is down from half of people in 2016. Uh, But the thing is that I think we are a lot more sophisticated than that, with there really isn't a single default source. Uh, And and why do I say this? Well, TiVo in their last uh, Video Trends Report said that the average person was using nine TV services. Yes, that's nine TV services. And for many, pay TV is part of that. Streaming services, including SVOD services like Netflix are there, but there's also AVOD and Fast. So we have so many services available to us that we are using nine of them. So that when we want to watch something, we're actually a little bit more sophisticated than just going to Netflix or going to pay TV. We think about what we want and we go to where we We think we can find it first. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this idea of default TV service and look at the different types of content and where we tend to go to get it. Now, the way we're gonna do this is I'm gonna use some data from a Mohu study that was done last year. Mohu, of course, is the provider of antennas. So they do cover antenna TV in this and I'll talk a little bit about that towards the end. They reached out at the end of last year to 1,200 US adults that were subscribed to at least one TV service. So let's start with local news. Now, people say that local content is very important to them. And I've got to say, among Mohu's group, at least the default place where people go, where most people go is to their cable satellite or telco TV provider to get it. Uh, Now, Mohu says that as many as 50, that 54% of folks said the primary way they access local news was on their traditional pay TV provider. And only about a quarter said that it was through a streaming service. And probably that is going to be through something like a virtual MVPD like Sling TV or something like uh, Hulu Live. But I'm going to tell you, I think that this could be changing. There are now many services which are providing access to local news through streaming. For example, Sinclair has two services it has Stir and News On. Uh, many of Sinclair's local stations are now providing regular timely local news into those services. So it's very easy if you have a Sinclair station in your area to get local news. Independent services like VUIT, that's V-U-I-T, are making local news accessible nationally. So if you're a local news provider getting on VUIT, you can see local news providers in Alaska and Idaho and New York who are providing news into that service as well as a look at that if that's your local station these services and i've got a feeling other services are going to be coming online in the very near future which is going to make it increasingly easy to get access to local news and of course i already mentioned your virtual mvpd uh, many many local local stations are available in services like youtube tv hulu live and fubo tv national news well this Also is primarily the domain of traditional pay TV, but slightly less than for local news. And I'll explain why I think that is in just a second. Of course, 24 hour news channels like Fox News, CNN, MSNBC MSNBC regularly pull in millions of viewers. So it's understandable that 46% said that cable, satellite and telco was indeed where they went to watch national news. And about a third said that they went to streaming. Uh, 11% say they go to an antenna. Uh, But again, I I have a feeling that streaming is going to catch up. CBSN uh, from CBS is pretty widely available through fast services and through the Paramount Plus app. CNN, Fox News, increasingly available through fast services, and Newsy, Bloomberg, and others. These are web-native services. They're of course available through fasts, and even Newsy, which is owned by EW Scripts. Is now available in many broadcast areas through DigiNet's um, Scripps Sport Newsy, and he's now broadcasting it in many areas. So I think the province of 24 hour news being that of solely cable is over, uh, and that we're going to increasingly see people turning to streaming, and, and maybe even some are turning to broadcast through EW Scripps uh, stations providing Newsy. Now, pro sports has long been viewed as an anchor for traditional pay TV. And indeed, according to some new data I was looking at, 55% say live pro sports is an important or very important part of the pay TV subscription. The profile of where people say they go looks uh, very much like national news for pro sports. According to the Mohu study, about 44% say they go first to uh, the primary way they go to get pro sports is through their traditional pay TV provider. But a third of folks say they go through streaming. And boy, there's been a lot of movement in pro sports into streaming just recently. Uh, For example, Amazon now has the exclusive right to Thursday night football games uh, taking over from Fox. Disney can simulcast games on ABC and ESPN. Uh, Also on their ESPN Plus app when the new NFL deal kicks in in 2023. Uh, Viacom CBS can simulcast games carried on CBS with Paramount Plus. And I mentioned Sinclair earlier. Uh, Sinclair is also planning on launching a streaming service this year which will carry many local NBA and NHL games. As I say, that sometime this year. Rumored subscription rate for that will be $20. Uh, But if your local team is carried by this new Sinclair service, you'll have streaming access to all of the local games. And even Apple is getting into the game. Uh, Apple TV is apparently bidding for weekday MLB games uh, if that really is true and the Apple wins they'll show up on Apple TV plus Plus. and I read another piece we said Apple is deadly serious about getting into sports and is planning on spending a ton of money on sports rights uh, for Apple TV plus so it could be a lot of not m- more games coming to Apple TV plus so I think In the long run, I think we're going to see a lot more live pro sports coming to streaming and that will further erode traditional pay TVs lock on pro sports. Favorite TV shows was the next thing that Mohu asked its audience about. And now we're finding a category which is really dominated by streaming. Half of folks said that they found their favorite TV show on some streaming provider, and only 36% said traditional TV, and 1 in 10, 10% said that they found it over broadcast. Now, look, this is not going to be a surprise to you that streaming has taken over, particularly in the area of scripted. Uh, streaming providers are spending a ton of money to create new and, and original content for their services. And even broadcasters now are beginning to prefer their streaming services over their broadcast channels. Uh, Viacom CBS is pouring a ton of money in creating Star Trek content. Star Trek Discovery and Picard have both been renewed for new seasons on Paramount. Plus. Uh, and that's exclusively on paramount plus many top TV shows now available on Hulu Hulu immediately after airing and even The ad supported natives are getting into original productions. Uh, The Roku channel will have 50 new originals this year and one of them will be Daniel Radcliffe portraying Weird Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, So increasingly the top content is appearing on streaming and even the top TV content is appearing on streaming very quickly after it is broadcast movies well there's it's really not about Redbox anymore and people don't appear to be heading to traditional pay TV for pay-per-view or VOD purchases either movies are mostly streamed 57% primarily stream movies and only 30% said that they use traditional pay TV uh, and 8% say that they head to their antenna TV source to watch movies but, you know, i got to say, I think that streaming could be picking up even more share going forward. One of the biggest changes due to COVID was the uh, was the move to premium VOD. And even though movie theaters are beginning to open up, I'm afraid PIVOD is going to be persisting long, long past the time when we're back in theatres. Studios like Universal and Warner Brothers now are opting for only a 45-day theatre-exclusive window. After that, it will be hitting their SVOD services. Uh, As I say, this is going to tilt the wheel even more towards streaming I just wanna say a word about antenna usage. Interestingly, the Mohu data shows far less variation in the use of antenna by users across all of the content types. Uh, 12% use it for local news, 11% for national news, 10% for their favorite show or movie, 11% also use it for pro sports. So over the air antenna users Use it for pretty much all content types. And you know, I think there could be a chance that more people will start to use antennas going forward. Next gen TV is finally starting to roll out across the country very slowly, I might add, but it is rolling out. And you know, one of the great things about next gen TV is that it requires a much smaller antenna, making it much easier to install and use by users. It also provides 4K, ultra high definition. And one of the big problems with 4K streaming is it uses a lot of bandwidth. And if you have a bunch of people in your house, you can get towards that one terabyte limit in a month remarkably quickly. So uh, with 4K over the air, of course, no streaming charges. And as well, it blends live TV with internet delivered apps and data, and internet delivered content. So it really does blend all of those those things together making it very easy for people to consume. So I have a feeling that with next gen TV rolling out it could really help boost the number of antenna TV users. So in conclusion, it's still all about traditional pay TV for news and live sports, but for TV shows and movies we are heading to streaming these days. Uh, And I've got to say, the table continues to tilt towards streaming for all content types. This has been Colin Dixon, and you can get diagrams which show all of the data that I've talked about from the Endscreen Media website. Just come to the posting of this podcast on my site, endscreenmedia.com. And while you're there, why don't you sign up for the newsletter? You can get that daily or weekly. And of course, like everything from the End Screen Media website, it is completely free. We'll see you again next time.